Day 215, day 228, since Joe promised he'd never abandon Americans, but he's turned the page, the mob, the media, they've turned the page. Uh, later in the program, finally, the New York Times has come out and admitted what we've known for a long time, although we've been called conspiracy theorists, uh, that the Hunter Biden emails that was decried as a conspiracy theory and propaganda and misinformation it was all real. This was 14 days before the 2020 presidential election. Now, if the laptop happened to be Eric Trump's, Donald Trump Jr., or Ivanka Trump, do you think the media mob would have, and the social media mob would have decried this as fake and phony and misinformation and propaganda and social media would join forces, and, and anybody that posted the story was uh, was called a conspiracy theorist, and they were suspended or canceled from social media. Anyway, we'll get into uh, all of this. You know, if you look at an election, what, three states, 44,000 votes was the difference in the election? We already know in many states laws weren't followed. For example, partisan observers are allowed to observe the vote count uh, in many states, by law, there were no accommodations made and because of the, quote, pandemic. Those laws weren't enforced. Those laws weren't followed. We know the state of Pennsylvania, rather than go through the arduous, diff difficult pro process of a constitutional amendment, the legislature did an end run around to allow for more mail-in balloting. That would be considered unconstitutional. We already know that in Wisconsin, laws were broken there in terms of uh, early voting, et cetera, et cetera. We've gone through that in great detail. Um, pretty unbelievable times we're living in. That's why I keep warning. I've said last year, and I'm saying it again this year, make sure your state legislature adopts election integrity measures, voter ID, signature verification, chain of custody control, meaning the minute a mail-in ballot arrives at a facility, uh, that ballot should be on camera the entire time and stored in a room with a live 24-hour camera. Very inexpensive to put up, very inexpensive to do. It, it instills integrity in the system. We need integrity in our system so people in the end will have confidence in the results. Should update the voter rolls every single election. That's just common sense also. Uh, ultimately, too, you know, we need other in integrity measures like illegal immigrants should not be allowed to vote. And if you have laws that partisan observers get to watch the vote count, it shouldn't be from 100 feet away, 20 feet away, six feet away. They need to be able to watch it up close and personal. That's what the law requires. Those accommodations were not made under the guise of COVID restrictions. I know a lot of you, by the way, are thinking COVID's over. It's not. It is burying Europe right now, and I just, I'm, I'm not telling you to bring your bad news, but every time it starts in Europe, it ends up coming here, so there will be another wave. I wonder if, if it's going to catch the Biden administration by surprise, the same group of people that didn't see Omicron coming, and we never saw this coming. Okay, well, now we're telling you, get the monoclonal antibodies needed so that any American that contracts COVID will have monoclonal antibodies that can wipe it out for them, taken early. They have been shown to be incredibly effective. You might want to move forward with Operation Warp Speed for the antivirals that I don't know a lot about, but every doctor I talk to swears are working and are pretty good.
Um, anyway, so over the last two weeks, you know, COVID is shooting up big time all across uh, the EU, several European countries. It's very steep. 120% increase in cases in the United Kingdom, 88% increase in Finland, uh, 83% increase in cases in Switzerland, uh, 62% in Belgium. Austria's up 59%. Germany's up 53%. Italy's up 49%. The Netherlands is up 45%. And France is up 27%. Hospitalizations are rising and death rates are rising. So, you know, I would say prepare yourself. Somebody that may have contacts within the Biden administration, you may want to tell them. Um, by the way, we learned a little bit more. We told you about this theater where Ukrainian civilians uh, were hiding from Russian forces, although they actually wrote in Russian the children were in there. We now learn that there were more than a thousand people in that theater that Putin and his murdering thugs targeted uh, as it was bombed, sheltering in an underground bunker there uh, in the main auditorium and on stage. And the Wall Street Journal points out the fate of these civilians, including many children, you know, couldn't be determined as of today after the Russian forces bombed this theater where they knew people were sheltering from fighting. Uh, and people are digging through the debris of the collapsed theater, searching for any survivors, despite the continuous shelling that's been ongoing. Um, yeah, that would make somebody a war criminal. I don't know what to make. I, I am... I'm a trust but verify guy. Now, there's no doubt that the Javelins, the Stingers, and, and now that we've got anti-aircraft, anti-missile defense systems that have been given to the Ukrainians and, and drones that have been given to the Ukrainians, I, I don't know why Joe vetoed the 29 MiGs that, that Poland had offered. He should have said, do whatever you think is right. That should have been the answer, and I would do it quietly. We're not talking about American pilots. We're not talking about American planes. We're not talking about American engagement with Putin and Russia. Uh, if and by and this idea, Jen Psaki, you know, literally falling all over herself, sounding dumber than ever by saying, well, javelins and stingers, they're, they're defensive weapons. No, they're not, they don't have to be defensive weapons. If you see a convoy of Russian tanks and you sneak up on them and you hit them with the javelins and you wipe them out, that would be an offensive use of that weapon. But this fear that that seems to consume Joe Biden over all things Vladimir Putin is is uncanny to me. Um, there, For example, I looked at Drudge today and there were a lot of headlines and I'm not willing to go where some people are. I am. I'm kind of surprised at two things. One, how bad. Russia has performed in this conflict and the Russian generals uh, I would have thought would have been better prepared for this invasion clearly they were not uh, secondly it's been pretty inspiring not only President Zelensky leading the way how the Ukrainian people have taken the weaponry that mostly we're providing Europe needs to step up a lot more it's their backyard it's not our backyard uh, but how they have valiantly been and courageously been fighting back and and doing so effectively um we now are seeing that there are cracks in the armor in russia in terms of uh, both troops and russian citizenry and reports of all these protests that have broken out all around russia 
you know, some troops warning that will rise against you. That goes back to one of my initial statements that got a lot of people angry, which is you cut the head off the snake and the snake's dead. And Vladimir Putin, you would hope maybe an advisor or a general or somebody that has close, close proximity to him uh, might take this, uh, this murdering thug out. And you could always hope and pray that that would happen. And, and that could be the end of the conflict. And Russia could take their crap and, and get out of the sovereign country that they invaded. Uh, there were reports that some soldiers are even shooting themselves to get off the front line. Uh, the counteroffensive by Ukraine has been able to drive Russian forces back from Kiev. It looks like the convoy that we had worried about that was 18 miles out a week ago and now nine miles out as of two days ago, uh, it seems to be dispersing. But the more the Vladimir seems to get cornered and embarrassed, the more he seems willing to go scorched earth. And the bombardment of Kiev, the capital, has gotten worse in this process. Um, there is, because of their javelins, they've taken out so many Russian tanks. It's actually, it's beyond impressive. Reminder, kind of reminiscent of the Stinger missiles that Ronald Reagan provided the Mujahideen. I mean, they were taking one one russian mig out of the sky after another eventually russia said the former soviet union said enough and they that that was it they they pulled out and you could hope that that would happen here but again that's i'm not willing to get there yet i think we're at a very critical tipping point in terms of where this conflict is going to go it's if if vladimir is that embarrassed and his ego is that bruised and he's that committed towards taking this country then uh, God only knows what he's capable of doing. I see that uh, he's kind of a dictator in his own right. In Turkey, Erdogan, I'm not a fan of his at all. Uh, he's offered to broker a deal between Ukraine and Russia. We'll see if anything comes of that. Uh, but n none of it is particularly encouraging to me, especially because Joe Biden, you know, what, what to ask yourself, what difference does it make? If you're going to provide the the weaponries of uh, like javelins and and drones and stinger missiles and anti-aircraft and anti-missile defense systems what difference does it make if poland wants to give them aircraft so they can fight their own battle i've been very firm in saying over and over again we can't have one u.s troop on the ground not one boot on the ground i've been very clear in saying this is their war it's not our war we're not the world's policemen but we can stand up for the cause of freedom if the Ukrainian people are willing to fight for their own country and their own freedom, which they have shown that they are. Provide them the weaponry so they can beat back the forces of, of this megalomaniac madman that wants to take over a sovereign country and is lying in his propaganda. You know, the idea that we can give this and this, but we're not going to allow another country to give jets, that, that makes no sense. Uh, there's no doubt that the lack of urgency in the buildup of Putin's troops along the eastern border of Ukraine, you know, we, we could have had them more armed and more prepared than they were, but Joe Biden's been so slow to act. Reports now that Russians are shooting missiles into all these residential neighborhoods and dropping bombs on people trying to evacuate. Uh, we have... You know, people analyzing this saying, uh, especially Congressman Mike Turner of Ohio, he said this is the air war that Zelensky has described in which they are murdering so many people.
and that's why the jets would be necessary to secure the airspace. He said, although they've been publicly making statements of commitments, meaning the, the Biden administration, uh, the tools, the weapons to defend themselves has been really, really slow, and it's made it that much more difficult for the Ukrainians to be able to defend themselves. You know, Zelensky says, be the leader of the world. Biden's answer pretty much, as the New York Post headline says, no. It's a pretty sad response, to be honest, the lack of urgency and the, the, the slow speed at which Biden acts. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's kind of mind-numbing to me. If you look back, Russia supplied MiG fighter jets to North Vietnam and North Korea when we were fighting those countries. A little, if you want a little bit of history here, the American president at the time, Eisenhower, during the Korean War, Johnson and Nixon during Vietnam, they never considered the deployment of Soviet-supplied aircraft against U.S. pilots as an act of war against America, and apparently neither did the Soviet Union because they never expanded their air defenses uh, offensives against the U.S. beyond the borders of Vietnam and, and the Korean Peninsula at the time. Anyway, but in those years, 700 warplanes, 120 helicopters, 158 missile complexes were supplied to North Vietnam by the former Soviet Union and the People's Republic of Communist China, MiG-19s primarily. So they've already set the standard. Why doesn't Joe just follow their standard? I like what Senator Marco Rubio of Florida had to say. If you hate America, Biden wants to cut a deal with you. He sent emissaries to meet with Maduro and Venezuela, begging them to increase oil production. And, and we might take you off the ban list and, and take away all the sanctions that were rightly put on this murdering dictator thug. Rand Paul makes a point, and I don't disagree with it. And it's very Trumpian that, you know, he's upset Ukrainians aren't paying for the American weapons. They should be sales. They're not gifts. And by the way, one of the ways, if they're able to beat back this Russian invasion, uh, they could probably provide energy for, you know, a significant period of time to pay for all the weaponry. The American taxpayers should not put the bill for $13 billion, mostly humanitarian assistance, because Biden doesn't have enough sense to give them more weaponry so they, they can actually win the war, uh, which it appears they've done a good job. Uh, this theater apparently... Now over a thousand people were sheltering in there, civilians and children. AP is reporting the horrific killing of Ukrainian children in, in other parts of the country. Uh, gee, Joe Biden finally calls Putin a war criminal. What we're supposed to jump up and down and say, uh, thank you, Joe, for stating the obvious. We've already known that. Uh, Putin vows to rid Russia of traitors and scum blaming the West for all of Russia's troubles, but these will only be temporary troubles, he says. One former Russian oligarch says sanctioned oligarchs have no sway over Putin. And in the New York Times, in some parts of the world, the war in Ukraine seems justified. <laughs> it's okay for to invade a sovereign country and target women and children. I can't, I have a conscience and a soul. God gave it to me. I couldn't live with that. Hi, 
right, when we get back, Senator John Kennedy of uh, Louisiana, he actually says we are at war with Russia. I'm sure he's saying it in the Cold War sense, but we'll ask him about it. Uh, former Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich, he'll check in. We'll get his perspective on, on the battle, the conflict, and the Soviet, well, former Soviet Union, Russia, invading Ukraine and much more. Straight ahead.